fighting for freedom every day. You as the individual, you have the power. You don't have to join a union. You go in as an entry-level position. You get the experience that you need. And then as you work up, you get better at your job, which means they pay you more. If they don't pay you more, then you go to another company to show what you've learned and what your value is to where you can get more. If they really don't like that, then you can go and start your own damn business because we have a free market, laissez-faire, capitalist society, allegedly, to where you can actually go off and do your own thing. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Darn right it is. It is the Thursday, the pre-Friday celebration. Welcome into the program here on the Voice of Reason. I am Andy Hoosier broadcasting live out of the heart of the nation here in Wichita, Kansas on our flagship radio station all over the country. Radio, TV, live streaming and podcasting, wherever, however you may be watching or listening to the show. We always love you and appreciate you very, very much. Holy cow, what a program we have lined up for you today. As usual, unfortunately, the latest FBI raid on Donald Trump's house is still in the news. We will talk about that here in just a minute. I know you're probably getting tired of hearing it, but it's important. And now Merrick Garland coming out making a statement. What is he saying about all these shenanigans? We'll get to that in just a second. Bottom of the hour, Christy Lee. We've had her on the program before. Kind of a big deal. She's a former award-winning news anchor. She's an independent journalist now with her TV and her internet stuff, Christy Lee TV, which you can find all of her journalistic stuff and coverage that she's doing. And we appreciate her very much. She'll come on talking about some media bias going on. We have the latest poll numbers going into some primaries this week. We have Republicans asking for Democrat help to try and stay in office. Who could that be? We'll get to that and the IRS, of course, with their militarization of the IRS. Apparently, we need militant armed tax accountants to make sure we're paying our fair share of taxes. So we'll get to all that and more. So welcome into the program. Thanks for hanging out no matter how or you do. I have a new theory on this new on this whole FBI raid with Donald Trump. Now, again, put on the conspiratorial tinfoil hat for a second and just let's roll with this for a second and see how well we do here. Merrick Garland officially came out, but I guess we before we get into my theory, let's get into the facts of what's really happening here. Then we'll kind of branch out and get our opinions on this. Merrick Garland and our latest in what's trending. What's trending today? The current attorney general for the nation, the former Supreme Court nominee, who thank God did not get on the U.S. Supreme Court, is made made an official statement today on the reasoning for invasion and the raid of the Trump House at Mar-a-Lago. Do you agree with his reasoning? Faithful adherence to the rule of law is the bedrock principle of the Justice Department and of our democracy. Upholding the rule of law means applying the law evenly, without fear or favor. Under my watch, that is precisely what the Justice Department is doing. All Americans are entitled to the even-handed application of the law, to due process of the law, and to the presumption of innocence. Much of our work is by necessity conducted out of the public eye. We do that to protect the constitutional rights of all Americans and to protect the integrity of our investigations. Federal law, longstanding department rules, and our ethical obligations prevent me from providing further details as to the basis of the search at this time. There it is. That's the reasoning for it. He doesn't have to give a reason, and he's holding up the ethical laws of the country, uh, and they are presumed innocent until proven guilty, and that's the justification for invading the Donald Trump Mar-a-Lago home. I I mean, hey. (laughs) 
That's a whole lot of nothing burger right there from him. But he explained that he's holding up a higher level of morality and ethics and that he's presumed innocent and I don't have to provide any information to you. Doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Didn't really do what they intended to do here to try and calm people down on our side of the aisle, trying to understand what's really going on with the invasion here. But... We still have the fact that we raided a former president's home for the first time ever to try and find documents for the uh, National Archives, and that constituted 30 FBI uh, agents to raid it that were fully armed when he's not even there, and Secret Service was there manning the house. That was about it. Now, some new information as well came out as well, according to Mick Mulvaney, the former White House chief of staff, that said that in order for them to know that there was even a safe in the home and to break into the safe or know where some boxes were with the stuff that they were trying to take out of the home, that it had to be someone relatively close to the president to tell them where it was. Do you think that person in Trump's orbit would have had to be to know these details about where these documents were? Uh, really, that's a good question. Really close. I didn't even know there was a safe at uh, Mar-a-Lago and I was the chief of staff for 15 months. So this would be someone who was handling uh, things on day to day, who knew where documents were. So that would be somebody very close inside the president. My guess is there's probably six or eight people who had that kind of information. I don't know the people on the inside circle these days, so I can't give any names of folks who come to mind. But your, your instinct, I think, is a good one, is that if you know where the safe is and you know the documents are in 10 boxes in the basement, um, you are pretty close to the president. So the big question is, what did they find? I don't really know what they found. For As far as I'm aware, they didn't find a whole lot of anything. They took a box of something, and that was about it. But what were they looking for? This is where my theory comes into play, and I have two different theories here. Option number one is that they are absolutely trying to drive President Trump mad, former President Donald Trump insane. If you live in a conspiratorial world, and I'm going to use Alex Jones for an example. For those that listen to Alex Jones or know the name of Alex Jones, InfoWars, when you live in a conspiratorial world, which I got to preface this first off. I am a fan of Alex Jones. I agree with his politics for the most part. I don't necessarily um, get appealed to by how he presents his case, which is a little bit on the overboard level and takes things to the extreme. I don't necessarily agree with that. I love his politics. He's a hell of a guy. I've interviewed him a couple of times as the local affiliation station that I work with here with my flagship. I've interviewed him since we're an affiliate of his show. I've talked to him a few times. He's one heck of a guy. Politically, I'll agree with him. Just his presentation to me is just a little bit on the hyperbolic level, which we get sarcastic at times on this show. We don't get hyperbolic to that level. Alex Jones is a prime example. Alex Jones is what they call the conspiracy theorist. I don't like to use that term, but let's just roll with it for a second. He has broken a lot of conspiracies that turned out to be true over the years of him being in media broadcasting. But... When you live in the world of conspiracies and you connect the dots with everything going on in the world, eventually you're going to find things that aren't there, and it really drives you mad. And unfortunately, he's in trouble right now with the whole issue about the Sandy Hook shooting, which is why he's had to pay like $40 million on that, because he was looking for a conspiracy that wasn't necessarily there, and it caught up to him. But he was the one that broke many other conspiracies that turned out to be true over the years, and I got to respect the hell out of that. They're driving Donald Trump mad, and this is my first theory, theory number one. They're driving Donald Trump mad by thinking someone in his inner circle is out to get him, and they very well may be.
trying to get uh, out to get him. We saw during the administration, during the uh, time in the White House, that there were individuals constantly internally in his staff that were out to get him, that were out to leak information to the press, that were out there making up stories about him, saying that they were internally with him and along with him as one of his higher-ups and in his close circle. They were constantly out to sabotage Donald Trump. Now, when you're on the run or you're in defense mode trying to stop mass hysteria trying to stop lies and manipulations about you and it's coming from your inner circle eventually no matter how headstrong you are eventually you begin to crack and start to go insane because then you start thinking of the paranoia of who's out to get you and you don't trust anybody it's unfortunate the prime example of that would be vladimir putin obviously he's a dictator and donald trump's nowhere a dictator i'm not trying to compare the two in that sense but vladimir putin's a dictator he knows he's a dictator. He knows that he abuses individuals. He knows that there are people out to get him for that political power and to try to assassinate him. His father was assassinated, and he's had assassination attempts on him as well. And eventually, you don't know who to trust and who to believe or who not to trust and to not believe. And you go crazy in that mindset because you're living in that world of constant paranoia. And I think the media and the Democrats are intentionally trying to drive him to that point. So that way he finally cracks and goes mad and they can say, look how crazy he is. He can't run for president any longer or even be in any type of elected office in any way, shape or form. That was their intent to try and drive him mad. So they can prove, haha, look at that. Donald Trump's crazy and Donald Trump's mad like we've been saying the entire time after they drove him to that point. That's my first theory. And I think that's valid to some degree because we've seen it during the administration and we could potentially be seeing it with his inner circle of six to eight individuals that are close to him that apparently were the only ones that knew that there was a safe in that Mar-a-Lago home. Maybe one of the Secret Service agents were there as well. I don't know. More information I'm sure will come out at some point because if they have anything on him, the Democrats will find it, they will expose it, they will bring it to the media, and they will find a way to demonize Trump even further. If they didn't find anything, and this is a whole big nothing burger, then they'll make something up, which again leads to the whole paranoia of what did they plant in my house, which was the next question from Trump, which I'm sure he's not very happy about. Now he's paranoid about that. What did they plant? What are they going to lie about? What are they going to make up to try and come after me more? Here's my second theory, as that while he was upset about this, and while this may not have been planned in some way, shape, or form, the other idea is is that maybe, just maybe, he knew something was going to happen to try and give him a boost in the polls or re-energize his base or re-energize the voters in some way, shape, or form. Representative Michael Cloud from the Texas area was one of those guys that just met with Trump earlier today to talk about what happened with the raid and also where the state of the Republican Party is and what his plans are in the future. And this is what he had to say on Newsmax. Well, we had planned to meet with him just to see what was going on, to stay in touch with what was happening, talk about the future of this country and everything that needs to be done. Obviously, uh, we didn't know uh, the FBI raid was going to happen, but uh, I can yeah. tell you it brought uh, a new spark to that meeting for sure. The left continues to think that they're going to discourage President Donald Trump <laughs> from with these kind of moves, and they only reinvigorate him. They only, uh, only affirm the very reason he was running in the first place, and that is Washington, D.C. needs reform. And I think that's a valid theory, which ties into was it done? Was it leaked? Was the breadcrumbs dropped for them to play right into his hand? Now, I don't know if that was intentionally done with the raid or not, but here's the response that we've been seeing after the raid. 
Eric Trump tweeted out just yesterday saying that they've collected more money in, in, in uh, political donations to the campaign in a 48-hour period, more than they were ever able to collect in a 48-hour period during the entire time running for president in the past years or while on the campaign trail as president of the United States. Here's another headline for you today from Newsmax. 83% of Republican voters say the FBI raid on Trump increases their desire to go and vote. Not just for Trump in the presidential election in 2024 if he chooses to run, but over 70% of Americans overall and over 83% of Republicans specifically say that the raid on Donald Trump's house increases their motivation for Republicans to turn out and win the 2022 midterm primaries, according to the latest poll. 21% say it didn't increase their motivation. 83.3% of Republicans say it increases their motivation. 55% of Democrats say it increases their motivation to vote in the fall compared to the 34% who say it doesn't. 71% of independents and 47% of those polled say that Trump's political enemies were behind the FBI raid. Imagine, if you will, an event that was done intentionally to sabotage bites you in the rear end so badly that you have now energized a base that was already angry about the election in the past, that's already angry about everything the Biden administration's been doing over the last two years, that's already angry about a 9% inflation or the expansion of the IRS or everything else going on, then now they're willing to turn around and vote even more so and be that much more energized to turn out and make sure the elections go the way of the Republicans to stop the corruption in Washington, D.C. Theory one, they're trying to make him crack. Theory two is the fact that he's prepared for this, he was ready for it, and it only energizes his voters to turn out for the midterms, which only benefits us. Well done, Democrats. Way to continue to shoot yourselves in the foot, geniuses. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Andy Hoosier here, reminding you, not only can you listen to The Voice of Reason on your favorite radio station, but also check out the video of the program on TV and online. We're excited to be working with our partners over at OpsLens to bring The Voice of Reason live every day on their website at OpsLens.com, on the OpsLens app that you can download on any of your smartphones, or on any of the OpsLens social media. It's a great network that broadcasts multiple shows promoting truth, reason, and common sense, reaching thousands of viewers every day, all day long. Plus, while you're there, you can always watch some of the best highlights of the show during the weekends or read our latest opinion columns on topical issues of the day. Also, if you want to interact with me during the program, just leave a comment on their social media or the OpsLens app stream. You can always join the live chat rooms, or if it's easier, just email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com. Again, that's HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com. This is your show, and we want to hear from you. Why? Because it's time for you to be your own voice of reason in your own community. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. 
Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You want some more reason throughout the day? Well, now it's easier than ever to find. Here's what you do. Check out the website at HoosierReason.com. There you can find past shows, links to all of our social media, special features, our monthly blogs, and a heck of a lot more. Plus, make sure to check in frequently as we're constantly working to add more goodies that you'll really enjoy. Also, you can always subscribe and follow our social media sites for bonus content, articles that we use on the show, or maybe some additional rants. Yeah, it's all that and so much more. Check it all out at HoosierReason.com. Bring some reason into your day. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back into the program. Thanks for hanging out with us today. You know, it almost, almost makes you wonder. I know from at least some of the stories that we've been hearing, don't know if they're true or not because you can only trust the media for so much, but I've been hearing rumors that there's been some internal quarreling in the Trump family with Melania Trump and some of the others in the family not wanting him to run again because they're tired. They're tired of the ongoing attacks from the media. They're tired of the ongoing attacks from Congress. They're tired of the ongoing attacks from Democrats in general. They're tired of the ongoing name-calling, the threats, the assaults from just general public that are on the other side that just think that Trump is the most evil human being in the face of the earth. They're tired of it. They just want to go back to their lives and just live. I Again, I don't know if that's true or not. That's some of the rumors that we've heard tweet, tweet. And then it makes you wonder if they're not the ones that maybe did the little breadcrumb drops for the raid on the House. But again, what are they going to find? Trump had no issues. His attorneys were working with the uh, National Archives to find whatever documents that they were looking for that they wanted. Uh, According to Eric Trump, there's absolutely nothing there that would cause for concern in any way, shape, or form. Or else you know that already the media would be using this as the headlines of this is what they found. This is why he's not qualified to run anymore. They found classified documents. They found this. They found X, Y, and Z to where he's not allowed to run. And they'd be hyping it up on how bad Trump was for lying to the people or trying to charge him criminally or whatever. And while Merrick Garland, the hack attorney general that we have as a nation that was, thank God, a candidate for Supreme Court that didn't get on there, thank goodness, says that he has no reasoning or no reason to actually delve any of the information out, and that he's innocent, but we're still going to go and raid his house without warning, even to his attorneys or anybody, then that's a cause for concern. And I think that's a cause for concern for most individuals as well as we see the expansion of the IRS, which I want to talk about a little bit later on the program as well. But uh, it does rile the base. Most people are turning out to vote. 83% of the GOP voters now say that that's uh, increased their desire to want to go and vote. We're going to see some major voter turnout coming up in November to make sure that uh, all this puts a kibosh on pretty quick and the investigations start turning to, you know, actual criminal activity we're seeing in the nation that includes Hillary Clinton or Joe Biden or Hunter Biden or something that would actually do some justice for the nation. I will say on the other hand, though, one person that's not getting any type of excitement in their in their case going into election season is Liz Cheney. And we talked about her yesterday about how far back she's in in the polls right now. Well, here's how bad it is. Even though it's like a 70-30 split between Republicans and Democrats in the state of Wyoming, according to Dean Phillips, congressman from the state of Minnesota and MSN.com, he's now urging Democrats to file as Republicans and try and vote for Liz Cheney in the Republican primaries that are coming up on Saturday, two days from now. 
That's how bad. When you have to get Democrats to flip over and vote for you, and Liz Cheney, she's like, oh, I'm just welcome to anybody who wants to vote for me and every, every anybody who uh, believes in the cause that I'm fighting for, which is a personal vendetta that doesn't do anything for the nation but make sure Donald Trump goes down in flames. And how unpopular it is. I mean, if you're doing that with a state that won for Trump by 43 points in the presidential election, then you know that you're appealing to the wrong crowd when your duty, your sole duty as a congressperson, a congresswoman in Washington, D.C., is to represent your district and your constituents. We've gotten too far from the whole hype of we need to do national issues and not focus on my district or my state in general to, yeah, we need to go back to let's actually represent the district that I represent and focus on some national issues that affect my district and my state. Doesn't seem like she's wanting to do that right now. But it's so bad, they want the 30% of Democrats to, remember uh, Rush Limbaugh back in the day, Operation Chaos, during the 2008 election with the uh, primary between Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama, wanting to keep that one going a little bit further? Yeah, that's what they want with Liz Cheney, but to try and save her hide because right now she's still down near 20, 30 points in the polls going into Saturday's primary. So Donald Trump's gaining momentum, gaining support, the ones that are fighting Trump, even within the Republican Party, they're going down in flames. You can see where the common mindset is across the nation when it comes to politics on the national front. Christy Lee coming up right around the corner here on The Voice of Reason. Stay right here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You know, when I get off the air every day, the battle for me against limited government censorship and even unfactual content is far from over. That's why now I'm so happy to say that the Hoosier Media Network is giving you more opportunity to catch the voice of reason along with other great shows and podcasts. It's been a long time in the works, and now you can finally enjoy more great content, services, and topical shows. We're the safe space for alternative talk, information, and ideas that the mainstream media absolutely hates. From holistic and alternative medicine, discussions on religion and spirituality, hear entertainment shows, and of course yours truly with the voice of reason. Plus, we offer numerous media services, including helping you set up your own podcast, become your own voice of reason, and bring your expertise to any fun issue or topic. For information on all of our shows, links to podcasts, each show website or social media link, or to find out about everything we do to challenge the mainstream establishment, visit our website at HoosierMedia.com. Again, that's HoosierMedia.com, the future of media. When Reason Meets Radio, you're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. That's what I'm talking about. Welcome back into the program. It is a pre-Friday celebration. Trying to cram that 10 pounds of reason into that 5-pound bag. Trying to rebrand the millennial generation one radio listener at a time. Always appreciate you. Multiple radio stations, multiple TV stations, live streaming and podcasting. However you listen or watch, we always love you and appreciate you very, very much. So I have two theories on this whole FBI raid, which I want to get back into in just a second. We have primaries coming up this weekend with the state of Wyoming. (laughs) I'm looking forward to seeing Liz Cheney be on the downward there. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know it. And we'll see how she fares. That's why she had to have Daddy come and make a video talking about how bad Donald Trump was. And now, according to MSN.com, we have Dean Phillips, congressman out of Minnesota, coming out and saying, hey, Democrats, you should just register as Republicans and try and support Liz Cheney because you need her in there. We don't want no conservative right-wing Trump supporter in that seat. 
even though 60% of the uh, county parties across the state have disowned her from that Republican side. I find it all kind of interesting and fascinating and, you know, us enjoying some of the uh, election coverage on the show. But let's shift gears here just a little bit. What's trending today? I got to be honest, I'm a little surprised that MSN actually ran that story about wanting Democrats to try and uh, jump into the primary for the Republicans. But at the same time, they don't see anything wrong with that because them, to them, they're promoting their agenda, which I find fascinating. And to talk about some of that, the distrust of the media we've seen. I saw, what was it, a couple weeks ago, there was a ranking of like the most untrusted government agencies, branches of government, media itself. And media continues to hit their all-time low and uh, public viewership and trust with people actually believing what's being reported on the TV when you turn it on in the evenings. Is that true? And where do we go from here? Excited to have back on the program. It's been way too long since we've chatted with her. She is a former award-winning news anchor. She's an independent journalist now with her website and live streams as well. Excited to have back on the program. Christy Lee with us. Christy, how are you today? Great. How are you? I am living the dream. It's great to have you back on the show. This is fascinating watching the news just revel in this whole FBI raid and all the issues right now because uh, they think that they've won another notch in their belt, haven't they? Well, it is alarming the bold and brazenness of which they seem to cheer this kind of nonsense on. But one thing that has struck me has since I left mainstream news, uh, I've really put my concentration on filling a, a week's worth of, you know, kind of a breakdown of how the news was ignoring, sensationalizing, misleading, or just putting out fake news out there. And so all throughout the week, I'm collecting headlines and doing news analysis of, of what's happening. So people can really, really wake up to how this operation happens, this media machine. And one thing that really strikes me is just how often the headlines change, both on the right and the left. You know, it's just I'm trying to collect the the news to summarize it for the week, and I can't keep up with what's changing day (laughs) by day, which should tell you something even on the speed. Like, they're so quick to try and get these headlines out that there's there's no due diligence. And, uh, you know, or they're just we're catching them lying in real time. But either scenario is not a good one. I mean, I was just reading that Merrick Garland, Garland said he didn't know anything about this FBI raid and then his press conference, he was saying that, that he signed off on it. So it's like, okay, which is true. Did, what happened here? You know? Yeah, it's unfortunate. It, it really does show that they are trying to just throw things out without verifying it, which isn't the way journalism was supposed to be back in the day, was it? No, absolutely not. And for anybody that like likes to do the little like, I gotcha, I thought, you know, you were an independent journalist and you just wanted to tell us the news and not give your opinion. I, I'm like, hold on a minute. I'm following the tenets of journalism, unlike yourself, because the tenets of journalism, the true tenets of journalism are supposed to be holding those in power accountable. Is that what we see happening with our mainstream media? Absolutely not. They're just a propaganda arm of our current administration. They take the talking points and they run with them. We just saw that on MSNBC, where one minute they were calling it a raid, and then once they have their little talking head spokesperson saying, like, well, we don't want to call it a raid, they changed the the um, super underneath that described what happened, like, in real time. So it was just like, oh, wait, you know, uh, we're not controlled enough. He just said we should be calling this something else, so let's, uh, let us hop to it, you know? And another tenant of journalism is supposed to be a voice for the voiceless. And I 
for one, ended up mainly leaving traditional news, which I used to love uh, because I saw so much censorship and so much shutting down of voices and silencing of voices. So when I am talking to people that you don't hear from, from the mainstream news, I am actually holding a tenant of journalism to be a voice for the voiceless. Yeah. Amen to that. When did we get to the point of them not even trying to hide their bias? As you mentioned, I mean, there used to be some bias in the news, but at least it was covered. They would at least do the due diligence to do it properly, because now when they're just changing things on the fly and they contradict themselves left and right, they don't even care anymore. It's not like they're even trying to hide it. They literally just say, we're going to go after Trump here. When did this big shift change? Well, you know, I mean, I think we're in an extremely scary state because before I was able to point to the fact that uh, there'd been this shift, especially with the onset of social media in the news, that um, they would be able to get more advertising dollars if they caused division. Because then you get people arguing in the comments and that increases engagement. And then they can go to their advertisers and say, hey, look at all this engagement we have when they're really we're just pushing people to be divided and to be arguing. But at this point, the writing's on the wall. We're constantly seeing distrust in the media and they just continue to plow forward with their propaganda. So it's concerning to me because we do know that we they get funding from the CCP and we do know that they get funding from big funders like George Soros and things like that. So at this point, it just feels like they're not even trying to defend themselves anymore. They're just following the marching orders and, and doing their best to um, to destroy America. Yeah, no, absolutely. We're talking with Christy Lee. ChristyLeeTV.com is the website. You can see all of her journalistic work there as she is now the independent journalist rocking this stuff and trying to keep a mainstream media accountable. When this raid happened, the first day the poll was done where the majority, 55% of Americans, whatever it was, said that it was justified and that the FBI was not corrupt or had a political bias when they went and did the raid on the Trump House in Mar-a-Lago. Now, just two days, three days later, we're seeing the reverse where 55%-ish think that it was politically motivated. And the latest poll that, that Newsmax just reported shows that near 83% of Republican voters say that this has now increased their desire to go and vote as they have less trust in our governmental systems. I always have the adage, and my parents always told me that the truth always comes out in the end. Is this is is this what we're seeing? Is that we believe it at first because we don't know a lot of the info, but once we start looking a little bit deeper and we see how skewed, manipulated it is, that uh, we get the truth out there pretty quickly? Well, I don't know. I mean, not to poo-poo your, your argument about the polling. I just I don't really believe any of the polling at this point anymore. Mm. It's been proven wrong on so far occasions. It's like, why do we even use polls anymore, especially <laughs> when we don't usually get to see the data of who we're asking um, and, and what predisposition they're going to have. But I do believe that the truth does win in, in the end. You know, as a follower of Jesus Christ, I believe in an absolute truth. I believe in truth, period. And what we are being sold in our society, what we're being sold in America is that truth is what you make it or whatever you think it is or it's relative. Well, it's not. There is an absolute truth and truth will win in the end. Although we do live in a fallen world, so we do need to be cautious. We need to protect ourselves. We need to prepare because we live in a fallen world and we know that the truth will win, but we don't know what that's going to look like. Right. So, um, there, you know, there's that to contend with. 
Yeah, that is very true. Now, moving into a midterm election, do you think it, do you really do you agree with the ones where they say that they're going to re-energize the Republican base? I mean, from according to those that were in the meeting with Trump over the last night or two, uh, saying that he's now re-energized, and I think if he's going to run, this might be an opportune time. Eric Trump talked about the amount of donations coming in as well. Is this going to re-energize the base here, and will this continue? To, I mean, is this kind of a shot in the foot for the Democrats? I think that they continue to overplay their hand. I mean, they just continue to brazenly move forward, but uh, they are shooting themselves in the foot. Although I think that we were already energized. I mean, how much more energized can we be? We have our borders completely insecure. Every time we go to the gas pump, that's a that's a shot of energy. <laughs> you know, like we have got to fix America. You know, we have got to fix our everyday livelihoods are being affected. So um, I don't know how much more energized we could be, quite frankly. But, you know, this is just another um, tool out of their playbook that that we would have come to expect at this point. What is this, the third election that there's been um, false accusations peddled around and, and overplay of our uh, Department of Justice? I mean, so I don't know. I just I hope and pray. I, that's what I do. I hope and pray that um we can fix this, that that our elections will be free and fair, that we'll actually get our midterm elections, because it's like at this point, like nothing is off the table. So, I mean, a lot of prayer, I think, more than anything, that we can turn this around and we can save America. Yeah, amen to that. Last question before we let you go. we got just about a minute left here. But the other issue with the expansion of the IRS, this big Inflation Reduction Act that's being passed, I have not seen what MSNBC, what CNN, what these uh, other uh, left-wing news sources are doing. What are they commenting on, or have they even said anything about the militarizing of the IRS to try and have the ability to go and um, arrest individuals or defend themselves if necessary when auditing private citizens? Uh, the only mention of the arming of the IRS, I think, was in a Forbes article from 2019 acknowledging the mass amount of ammunition the IRS has, <laughs> but I haven't really seen them comment on that. Um, they're just running with the narrative that this is going to help them collect all these taxes from these super rich people. And apparently they need 87,000 people to do that, which is a big joke. And I think that the more that we can get the truth out there, people can just logically see you would need 87,000 agents to go after the less than 1% to supposedly uh, build back our our bank you know yeah common sense needs to prevail on that one you're right and you can find the truth and you can find the reason right there on your website christy lee tv.com christy lee tv.com also find her on the social media and the tweety at christy lee as well christy it's so good to talk to you my friend it's always great to have you on the show we got to do it again soon yes absolutely thank you hey always a pleasure right there and originally hailing from our home state of the great state of ohio so love getting her on and talking about that as well all right when we come back we'll break down some of that issue with christy and we appreciate that. We'll get your thoughts on this IRS expansion on the Donald Trump raid and a heck of a lot more. Wrapping up the program for a pre-Friday celebration right here on The Voice of Reason. Stay here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Andy Hoosier here reminding you not only can you listen to The Voice of Reason on your favorite radio station, but also check out the video of the program on TV and online. We're excited to be working with our partners over at OpsLens to bring The Voice of Reason live every day on their website at OpsLens.com, on the OpsLens app that you can download on any of your smartphones, or on any of the OpsLens social media. It's a great network that broadcasts multiple shows promoting truth, reason, and common sense, reaching thousands of viewers every day, all day long. 
Plus, while you're there, you can always watch some of the best highlights of the show during the weekend or read our latest opinion columns on topical issues of the day. Also, if you want to interact with me during the program, just leave a comment on their social media or the OpsLens app stream. You can always join the live chat rooms, or if it's easier, just email me at network at gmail.com. Again, that's network at gmail.com. This is your show, and we want to hear from you. Why? Because it's time for you to be your own voice of reason in your own community. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You want some more reason throughout the day? Well, now it's easier than ever to find. Here's what you do. Check out the website at HoosierReason.com. There you can find past shows, links to all of our social media, special features, our monthly blogs, and a heck of a lot more. Plus, make sure to check in frequently as we're constantly working to add more goodies that you'll really enjoy. Also, you can always subscribe and follow our social media sites for bonus content, articles that we use on the show, or maybe some additional rants. Yeah, it's all that and so much more. Check it all out at HoosierReason.com. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at network at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at hoosierreason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at network at gmail.com or find our contact information at hoosierreason.com. Fighting for freedom every day. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. There we are. Welcome back into the program. Always a pleasure to have you along for the ride today. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for Christy Lee coming on the program as well. ChristyLeeTV.com is the website. Go and check her content out. Always great to have her on the program. This IRS expansion is a big piece, but not the only piece of this Inflation Reduction Act, which is absolutely incredible, the fact that we even are considering passing this. And it's going to happen. I don't know if the House has voted on it officially yet or not. It's going to go to the president's desk, obviously, and be signed and be enacted in as soon as possible so they can say that we've done something in the country going into midterm elections. We've done something. Now, it's not going to do anything positive, but it's doing something. Imagine, if you will, you having your own personal IRS agent, which I think is what we're going to get to here at some point. They're going to handle 5, 6, 10, 20 different people in their accounts, and all they're going to be auditing them every single year. And they're going to be armed, and they're going to come to your house and look at your tax receipts and look at the information and follow your bank account transactions and make sure that you are paying your fair share. Here's the crazy part. They've been planning this for years, and I'm talking years. While they're trying to expand the IRS now, They've been buying up ammunition for a long time. What was it? It was probably five, six, seven, eight years ago where we saw the headline of the IRS, the Internal Revenue Service from the federal government, purchasing near like 8 million or 8 billion rounds of ammunition, whatever the hell it was. That was years ago. And we're thinking, what is the government doing? Are they like funneling it to another agency? Is the military running out? They have to use funds from here and then transfer it over. Like, what are they doing with all of this, all of this ammunition? Thousands upon thousands upon millions of rounds of ammunition they've been buying up over the years. Now it all makes sense. Now it all makes sense. Now we realize, oh, okay, they're hiring 87,000 IRS agents to come to be militarized. And everybody's been seeing the uh, the photos of what the actual application looks like online to apply for it, showing that you need to be somewhat in shape, that you need to be able to uh, have the ability to use deadly force if necessary to hold the highest of standards. Who the hell's going to apply for these positions? 
Like, are we looking for like retired military or retired law enforcement to have the ability and the experience to use deadly force if necessary? And why in the world would you need to use deadly force to be an IRS agent to collect taxes? Well, the answer is simple. It's from a government mindset, which is why they've said they needed to expand the IRS is because they truly, honestly, thoroughly deep down in their hearts of hearts believe that they're missing out on near 50% of all the revenue in the private sector. Truly, 50%. We're already not paying enough. You need to double it because they're missing out on 50% of all the GDP that there's things going on under the table that they need to know about. And I'm not just talking about the evil rich millionaires and billionaires in the country that the Democrats focus on. I'm talking about you paying the kid to mow your yard and you pay him 20 bucks in cash. They want their fair share of that tax money. I'm talking about the transaction where you purchase a shotgun, a 12-gauge shotgun from over the fence from your neighbor, Bob, and Bob gives you the gun and you hand him $100. They want that registered so they know where the firearm is and they want it taxed so they can collect their money because you are doing something that the government is not personally involved in or personally micromanaging and therefore they want that piece of the pie. To the extent that they're going to militarize it, to the extent, according to Representative Claudia Tenney from uh, New York, where now we have a whole new militia on our hands to deal with. This is absurd. First of all, we just added 87,000 IRS agents who, by the way, carry weapons. Okay, so I, I look at them as a, in some cases, some of them could be called democratic militia because they definitely, we have a two-tier justice system. They are uh, working against people that are in the opposite party. So the Democrats and the corrupt Merrick Garland, thank goodness he did not become a Supreme Court justice, uh, but, you know, obviously shows no ethics at all in what he's been doing. You know what this reminds me of? When you become a U.S. citizen, and whether you're born here and you're just automatically a U.S. citizen because you're here, you have parents that are U.S. citizen, or whether you become naturalized, then you willingly give up, you know, certain quote-unquote rights according to Joe Biden, but you agree to live under the rules of the land, the law of the land, the rule of law. And But that is goes hand-in-hand hand to where you willingly choose to give up taxes to allow a government to function. That's part of being a U.S. citizen. You willingly choose it. Militarizing the IRS is probably one of the scariest things we could ever hear because now it's no longer willingly funding the government with your own taxpayer money to allow social programs or allow certain programs by your choice, by vote or by representative, but by force, which is the biggest tyranny that we could possibly have, which leads to one of two things, either pushing us to the level of response militarily, which they can then say that we are the domestic terrorists and the radicals in the fringe that we need to be aware of, or... They financially oppress us with a militant IRS. We cannot let it to get to that point, which is why these elections coming up in November are so damn important. And it's important for the primaries to weed out these hack Republicans that are letting it happen day in and day out. That does it for us today. Back at it tomorrow for a Friday to get you set for the weekend. Until then, be your own voice of reason. This is The Voice of Reason. I'm Andy Hoosier. We'll see you on the radio. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You know, when I get off the air every day, the battle for me against limited government censorship and even unfactual content is far from over. That's why now I'm so happy to say that the Hoosier Media Network is giving you more opportunity to catch the voice of reason along with other great shows and podcasts. It's been a long time in the works and now you can finally enjoy more great content, services and topical shows. We're the safe space for alternative talk, information and ideas that the mainstream media absolutely hates from holistic and alternative medicine, discussions on 
religion and spirituality, hear entertainment shows, and of course yours truly with the voice of reason. Plus, we offer numerous media services, including helping you set up your own podcast, become your own voice of reason, and bring your expertise to any fun issue or topic. For information on all of our shows, links to podcasts, each show website or social media link, or to find out about everything we do to challenge the mainstream establishment, visit our website at HoosierMedia.com. Again, that's HoosierMedia.com, the future of media.